Welcome to Second Wind with Joyce Buford, a program for and about women. Joyce Buford is a certified coach who has a passion for helping women who need a second wind. Joyce is the creator of Uncover Your Hidden Genius, a program that will help you live a life of greater purpose, fulfillment, and ease. As a certified coach, she studied directly with her mentor, Jack Canfield, author of the Chicken Soup book series, where she served as an assistant to his training program. Through her study with many prestigious coaches and mentors, she has created a powerful program that has positively impacted hundreds of people. On today's program, Joyce and her guest will help you learn how to get your second wind. Now here is our host, Joyce Buford. Welcome to Second Wind. I hope you're having a beautiful day so far today, wherever you are, and that it involves something that gives you pleasure and interest and growth, because that's what we love to do, how we spend our time most effectively. And so I just welcome you to the show today because, as usual, you're going to be very, very interested in my guest. Now, Michelle is my guest's name, Michelle Hammonds, and she is a certified high-performance coach with a multidisciplined background working as an entrepreneur and leader in corporate leader. Her career spans professional photography, art, information, technology, and leadership. She enjoys developing ideas, process, and technology to help others leverage their creative strengths. Now, with a BA degree in administrative leadership from the University of Oklahoma, Michelle is also a certified DISC trainer and a 48-day certified master coach and facilitator. Michelle loves interacting with nature, especially tropical climates, going to the lake, camping, and taking in the beauty of the land through the lens of photography and some of her other favorite hobbies. She is a wife and a mother of two stepdaughters, Lexi and Lauren. Welcome, Michelle. Thank you, Joyce. Thank you for having me today. I, I'm excited to be here and, and visiting with you. Well, I think we have so much to share with our guests today that I just want to jump right into it. You know, when we say coaching, I started thinking some people might think football coach, you know, they think about the football coach always. And so I've through my explaining who I am, and I'm sure you in your career as well, get very specific about the type of coach. So I introduced you as a certified high performance coach, as you're identifying of the type of coaching that you do. So tell me a little bit about what that title tells us. Sure. Yes. Thank you. So certified high performance coaching, it, by definition, is just achieving beyond the standard norms with consistency over the long term. And as mm-hmm. you mentioned, often with coaching, we think of our, our maybe younger days where we had a soccer coach or gymnastics coach or football coach. And, you know, that is a dimension that we don't often carry into our adult life. We may have coaches growing up, but we don't think of it as much when we uh, become adults unless yeah. we get into self-development and high performance. 
Yeah. Yeah. You don't. So if I were out there and I were starting a new career, would you say coaching is a, a definite uh, thought to consider? Absolutely. There are you know so many applications that coaching can apply to. A new career is a great example because you know the whole idea of, of hiring a coach is to help you go further faster. They're going to mm-hmm. be at your side coaching you down the sideline, right? Whether it's looking mm-hmm. for a new career or leveling up your health, whatever the you know particular thing you're working on is, a coach mm-hmm. is going to be there to help you strengthen the strong parts of who and also help with those blind spots that you may not be fully aware of or maybe you're aware of and you don't know how to work or navigate around them. Right. As a coach, I think sometimes we, for the benefit of our clients, offer authenticity where maybe loved ones or good friends can't always be as open as one needs to hear to help them develop further. So uh, I I sort of think coaching is that. It's about being open and authentic with whoever you're working with so that they see a true picture of their, their as you said, their talents and their um, strengths. Yeah? Yes, absolutely. And the other thing I would add to that is just maybe objectivity. Um, sometimes yes. when we, you, mm-hmm. you know, we have these burning desires that are rooted deep in our heart that we know that tug at us and say, you should do this, you should do this. And then we start talking to often our friends and family who will be like, oh, well, that's crazy. You could never do that. Or, you know, they may <laughs> give us some feedback that shuts down that idea before it ever gets an opportunity to get to the garden and start blooming, so to speak. Yeah. And so I think a coach helps us see the objective possibilities versus you know, all of our lifelong baggage that our friends and family know about uh, and all of our successes and failures that they may be gauging your conversation by. A coach is going to see it from a completely different windshield uh, when they help you, you know, look at that path ahead. And and they're here to support you in achieving it, not just thinking about it. So yeah. that's some of the difference in working with a coach versus friends and family. I mean, we can all get great loving support from those units sometimes, but also mm-hmm. sometimes they can be our our biggest pessimist. And so, Mm -hmm. you know, helping find uh, someone to talk to that can really lead you forward without all that noise uh, can Mm -hmm. really serve someone. Mm -hmm. I like to sort of think of it as our loved ones have those blinders on that have played out in their lives. So they don't really see, I wish you could see me, I have my eyes, my hands up around my eyes. (laughs) But they have this 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 blockage that kind of limits them to their life. I think a coach has gotten rid of those limiting beliefs or those blockers that keep us from seeing the big picture. Because even in our own work, we have expanded from where we started. So I... For me, that has always been my benefit in working with a coach. It gets me out of my small mind thinking and and opens possibilities. Yeah. Yes, and I love to use a photography metaphor here is that we all have our own lens. We have our own Mm -hmm. camera that we see life through. 
And mm-hmm. really, um, I use the example of the palms of your hands. We all have different fingerprints. So by design, mm-hmm. we should make no comparisons. We are the only one on the earth with those fingerprints. And by design, we're not like anyone else. And so I think it's important to remember when we share ideas with others that um, they may not be seeing it from the same point of view because it is based on your own experiences, right? And so I always try to say, make no comparisons. You are uniquely made by design to be somebody great and different than everyone else. Oh, I love that. I love that. And we do forget that. We maybe don't even think about it, but it is a, a yeah, wonderful way to say it. When you decided to... Um, go into coaching, what was your path? How did you get there as to become a, become a coach, not take a step past uh, working with a coach? Yeah, well, as you mentioned, I've worked in corporate leadership as well as I owned a photography studio for 15 years. And so I worked with image. Yeah, I worked with um, taking photographs of people. And, you know, when we go get a professional portrait made, the idea is we're going to look better in that portrait than we do in person because we're going to get all dolled up and make ourselves look amazing. (laughs) And so but (laughs) what I learned in that process is the the outer beauty, right, because it's a physical image. And Mm -hmm. working with clients again and again and again over those years doing weddings and family portraits and high school seniors is I became very aware of how self-conscious we are about our own image and how having something as simple as a photograph that makes us look and feel great can Mm -hmm. be such a image booster. And so Mm -hmm. um, because I really desire to travel as I am getting older and want to be in a laptop lifestyle where I can experience other cultures, I was Mm -hmm. looking for something that would take all the things I love about taking a photograph of someone and applying it into a more online world. And coaching was the perfect fit for me because we, as as you know, in coaching, we work on the inner and the outer beauty. And so Mm -hmm. it's the perfect match for me because it's really about building our own self-worth and self-esteem and laying that foundation of belief, right? And so Mm -hmm. it's, I just love that it was such an easy transition and it wasn't something I had spent, you know, I did some research and I was like, okay, there's so many different kinds of coaching out there. Um, Mm -hmm. But I really felt like it was a great fit for all the things that I love about vision, seeing the world through our own lens, as well as working on that, that inner core self from the heart centered perspective, because we're all beautiful physically Mm -hmm. and mentally. If we start to see ourselves that way. Mm-hmm. It's hard to transition, and I love that you were in that industry for 15 years. Oh, my gosh, the stories you could share with us. <laughs> it's just it's mind-boggling. I do have some good ones. <laughs> One day I'm going to write a book. <laughs> oh, yes. But we all have such a tendency, I think, um, until we get to that place where we actually love ourselves, which is a journey in itself. Um, to we have something about us that we just f- resonate with. We focus on it. It's like it overtakes us almost, particularly when we're taking a, a picture that's going to be, I'm going to see it and the world's going to see it. It seems to be more permanent than just looking in the mirror, for sure. But did, why do we do that? What is that about us that, we tend to pick at the the 
things we don't like about our bodies? Well, I think it's just an inherent thing. And, uh, you know, we have kind of like fear and negativity are ever present around us all the time, either in the news or people we might encounter. We have a little of that internal dialogue that we have to kind of get out our sword and battle off, right? Because it shows up when self-doubt starts to appear. And we tend to be a little negative. And, and just even as you mentioned, and I love, I've always loved joking with my uh, photography clients about this. I'm like, if you don't love these pictures today, just wait five years because you're going to love them even more. <laughs> because, you know, age does oh, some things so to us, right? And every day when we look in the mirror, it doesn't show up necessarily every day, right? right? But when we take that permanent impression, and that's what's so magnificent about a photograph, it's like it caps, it's one of the only things that makes time stand still. It just takes that moment and you can never return to that moment. It's gone forever once you're there. And um, so I think it's just inherent in all of us that we have to be aware uh, that we have an inner voice of positivity and negativity and we have to be very guarded in how we allow that to speak to us from within yeah so when you start working with the client you probably take a picture of where they are today not physically but you do ask them to visualize who they are correct Yes, we we look at what's going on in the picture today for sure. But more Mm -hmm. importantly, I I also talk about the open canvas of the future, that it's a blank slate that we really can paint in or take a picture of whatever Mm -hmm. we want to be and start working toward that. And that's what makes it so powerful because vision and visualization of a goal or a dream, like when we think of vision boards or that lovely picture of us 20 pounds lighter that we have taped to our bathroom mirror, You know, those are the kind of things that are powerful to look at every day. And so I always like to use, this is where I say I love the photography metaphors because we can use so many of them when we talk about coaching because if I can help someone get clear on where they're at and where Mm -hmm. they want to be, because Mm -hmm. we sometimes we're in transition. We don't always want to stay right where we're at. We have things going on that may be challenging us a lot. Um, Mm -hmm. But if we can get future focused, and really paint in what we want to see into the future and live that and live towards that every day. It's amazing the things that people can raise their belief and start to really execute and and move toward quickly once they're clear. Mm -hmm. If they're not clear, Mm -hmm. they're going to stay kind of stuck in the current picture. Mm -hmm. I like to talk about the vision board, which I think is a powerful um, piece of growth. Um, as almost calling it in from the universe. Once you put something, once you have it visually so that you can see it, it's like your brain waves go to it and it just keeps it ever present in your mind. And it's like, okay, here we come. And it's just amazing what what is achieved through that that process. Now you're talking about another type of visioning that's not physically a board but yeah yeah i try to get someone to move it to that physical representation as we talk about it because they may not just be in in the beginning of a conversation they may not even be clear where they want to go but once we start defining it and that might be a these are not these don't have to be big like i want to be rich and famous things they can be as simple as i want to buy a car that's paid off or I mm-hmm. want to live in a home with my children that I don't have to worry about a mortgage payment. It can be mm-hmm. things that are everyday things 
that are significant to the person, not big dreamy ideas. But we want the big dreamy ideas because, as you said, it is incredible the stories if you study self-development and how powerful vision boards can become. And I always challenge people and say, if you haven't tried it, you need to try it and wait and see. Mm -hmm. Because five years from now or 10 years from now or 25 years from now, you'll look back and something you wrote down or you made a picture image of that you wanted to have represented in your life, it's like it just naturally, like a magnet starts to come into your life and start to materialize. And yes, it takes some work to get there. Uh, it, all things take work if you're going to create any level of success. But that intention is so important. And I know since you're familiar with Jack Canfield, like he has the come as you are parties, right? But yes. what, what are you going to be in your future self? Mm-hmm. Um, who, who are you going to show up as and be that magnificent person at the party, you know, 10 years from now or five right. years from now? And so I love the way vision, visioning and vision boards help us do that. Yeah. We would go to his trainings, <clears throat> and the night before we would leave, we would dress up, and people that returned for that training would actually put a lot into it. They would put in costumes. They would create documents if they were like cover of a book if they wanted to write a book, so that they came. And for the first 30 minutes of the social hour, they were walking around in that person, physically, mentally, in that person's skin, if you would. I spoke with friends, and they interacted with me as if I were Joyce five years down the road. It was a fascinating um, evening. Because then after 30 minutes, you could go back into your normal self. And we had a nice party. But um, it's really a strong thing to experience them. Yeah, and I I love the power of that, especially when you are in transition. You know, Mm -hmm. sometimes we go through a significant death in the family or a divorce or a big change uh, in the Mm -hmm. family unit that shifts things in the current present can feel pretty unstable or, or you know, uh, unknown, like we don't know mm-hmm. what tomorrow is going to hold. And mm-hmm. looking ahead helps us get out of today so that we can start working towards that place we want to be or step into. And mm-hmm. that's the power of it. And again, this is such an underutilized thing out there for people. Um, I, I would say only maybe five out of a hundred people even think about this. And so to get more people doing it, you really can see the results and, you know, what have you got to lose? Don't knock it till you try it. Right. I have a funny story I want to share. When <clears throat> I was creating my vision board, I, I love to sing. And so I was looking for a mic that you know, singers would hold. Well, I couldn't find one. So I I had a mic that's a, a studio mic. Um, it's called the blue mic, but it, that was just a, a radio studio mic. And so anyway, I used that on my vision board. Well, years down the road, um, I interviewed after I finished some of my training, I would be a local on a radio show. And After that, then I created, then the career came, this podcast came, which I've had for about four years, and I am doing what was on that vision board, even though it was not the mic that I was looking for. And I'm going, I have been so amazed 
by that visual and the power of it that it's now a reality. Isn't that wonderful? That's a reason to yeah. do a board. And that's I wasn't an clear, of, but... <laughs> yeah, but sometimes just internally, like you said, voice was what was on your mind. And yeah. that representation, at that time, you weren't necessarily maybe even clear how you were going to use it or maybe had a completely different idea about it. But it is powerful when you go back and look at the things, you know, there's something magical about writing them down and, and setting the intention for it. And it is fun to go back and, and visit, you know. So if you're looking for that paid for house, take a picture of your house and write paid off, you know, and the amount of oh, money that's yay. paid off. Yeah. And it will, those things, you will, you will start to figure out ways to move toward that that you can't even think of right now. You don't even know how you're going to get there, but it, it, things do open up and start right. to move in that direction. Yeah. So when you work with a client, how do you get clarity for them? What's, do you have steps? Yeah. Um, how do you do that? Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, we start there because clarity is everything, whether we are, you know, cleaning up clutter around our house and we can't figure out why we can't get it all together. Mm-hmm. It's starting with clarity. What's, what's standing in the way? Where are we stuck? Or where are we, uh, you know, unable to move in in a future direction? And, you know, that's where that vision comes in. But then also, um, I think once we are clear, it gives us greater confidence. And so once you have an idea of where you want to go, that makes the vision more real. And then we start to put goals and values Mm -hmm. and and the things that we need to work on around Mm -hmm. it. And so, Mm -hmm. you know, for example, you may – you you may have a goal that you want to work on, but you don't know how it's going to fit in the big vision. Well, that's going to be, you know, there's not going to be a lot that's going to drive you toward it. You've got to have that why in place. Mm -hmm. Why do you want it? Why do you want this in your life? And why is it important to you? And if if you find yourself waffling in that at all, it's probably not something that you have enough passion about to really move forward on. And Mm -hmm. things like that will happen, right? Like it sounds so good to say, well, you just need some goals in all areas of life. Well, that's true if you believe in them and you, they tie to your why and to your life mission and purpose. And whether that's to be a great stay at home mom or whether that's to be a CEO, they, those goals might look very different for people. So getting the clarity right out of the gate is important. So we just break down and talk about things that, you know, you may not have ever thought about in quite some time, if ever about what's important to you. And we go way into the future looking at legacy. You know, when you, when you leave your footprint on this earth, what do you want it to say about you? And, and how does that tie to your mission? And Mm -hmm. that's where we start is with your why. Mm-hmm. I think clearing the clutter in our brain is really important, as you said, so that you can get clarity about what you want. And an easy way to do that for people that are clutter bugs, which I tend to be a little of, and I'm always constantly trying to work on that. But if you walk into a room that is just covered with papers and and clothes and other things then it's it's um it's almost a heavy feeling when you walk into the room but if you take the time to clear it to get some of that out of there hang it up throw it away whatever you need then there is when you walk back in that very same room there is like a higher energy level it is the weirdest feeling it's lighter in there 
and you get you just walk in and you go, ah, oh, this is so nice. And so I think that's just the brilliance of getting clarity about where you want to go. Now, as you said, it takes effort. Yeah, I had to hang up those clothes. I had to decide what to trash. But the reward is just oh, awesome. Yeah, and a lot of times, you know, I, I love to use clutter as a good example because it can be mental clutter or it can be mm-hmm. physical clutter. And mm-hmm. either one of them is going to derail you a little bit because of what you said. When everything has its place, you're, it frees up things in your brain to think about the important stuff. And mm-hmm. it's like, you know, turning the dial on the radio and hearing the noise in between. That's kind of what clutter does to our brain. If, we, mm-hmm. if we're not organized in a way that we give ourselves some free space to let the creativity flow, which we all have creative strengths um, inside. We are naturally given, granted them. Maybe you haven't discovered yours yet, but we all have something to give and serve others with. And so um, I always like to tell people that clutter is a big one that we start with, you know, what, like when you're standing in front of that pile and you've got to make some choices, right? (laughs) What to throw away and get out of the scarcity mindset, right? We've got Mm -hmm. to let go of some things, bless others with those things. If you do not use it and can't, and don't see any foreseen immediate need for it, then letting it go will serve someone else. And it's also going to serve you because it's going to clear up some things. And it's so important to think about this because, you know, our mind, our software, if you will, drives the hardware, the body. And so mm-hmm. this, this clutter can show up in a lot of different ways, uh, thoughts, yeah. physical things uh, in our body. You know, just there's a lot of different things that it represents when we talk about clarity. Yeah. So you talk about also distraction and busy, how to keep from being so distracted. Today, we are so busy. We've got all these appointments. We've got we're juggling children. We're doing all this. How does somebody approach decluttering and all that when we have so many distractions? Well, you you are absolutely correct. We have more distractions than ever. And it feels like it takes more time to get things done than it normally used to. But again, it's because we have, you know, we have these wonderful cell phones that uh, keep us connected and energized in so many ways, but they also can be a huge distraction of time. And I think the the key is being aware of every precious minute. And mm-hmm. you once you start to calendar those priorities, this is one of the biggest things I think in high performance that I see with my clients. If I can get them to be very disciplined about calendaring everything personally mm-hmm. and professionally, the level of activity and productivity comes up so much so quickly mm. because you start to become aware that there really are no gaps of time on your calendar. You just think mm-hmm. there are because you don't fill in the blanks. And yeah. when that happens, we tend to squander time in ways mm. that is not the most productive. And so right. I think it's a really key thing uh, from a calendaring perspective. But with all the distractions, you have to get intentional because there are a million things competing for every minute of your time. And if you yeah. don't take control of the dial and shut that off, when you need to get focused on your priorities, your dreams, yeah. your goals, then someone's okay, going to come and rob you of those minutes. I ask you a huge question, Michelle, and I'm going to have to cut you here. But when we come back, I'd like for you to give us one or two or three things that we can do and take away from this call today so that we can actually put into practice on our busy schedule. We'll be back. Yes, shortly. Absolutely.
transformational coach, motivational speaker, and author, Joyce Buford returns after this short break. Would you like to know how to bring more ease to all the decisions you need to make in life? Knowing your core values is the first step in Joyce's free live masterclass. You'll discover your top five core values in as little as 45 minutes. Join her now at freegiftfromjoyce.com. Close your eyes and imagine living your life without limits. Where would you go? Who would you meet? What would you do? During an Uncover Your Hidden Genius session, you will discover what's keeping you from living your life with purpose, passion, and fulfillment of your potential. You'll get a clear vision of the steps you need to take to uncover your hidden genius so that you can live a life without limits. Sessions can be done over the phone, Skype, or in person. Find out more at www.JoyceBufordEmpowers.com or by calling 903-287-0747. Welcome back to this segment of Second Wind. Joyce Buford, the creator of Uncover Your Hidden Genius, continues in this segment to share insight that will help you live a life of greater purpose, fulfillment, and ease. Now here's our host, author and coach, Joyce Buford. We are having a great time today with Michelle Hammonds, and she is a high-performance coach. And so we are talking, we've talked from what is coaching to why coaching to all the different ramifications. And of course, as you all know, before break, I laid a big one on her about how we can take care of that this the distractions that we have this year this this now in our lives there are so many distractions we're never away from our phone and the phone is such a, a such a it just sucks the life out of us we don't know it because it keeps us so connected to our world but there are actually some benefits we were receiving before we got the phone the iPhone which is now our constant companion so, Michelle, if you would, would you share with us two maybe ideas that we could implement after this show today um, that would save us some time, get us on the road to organization? Yes, absolutely. As I was mentioning before we went to break, one of the things that is the most effective, simple doesn't cost anything really to get started is to get committed to a calendar each day. And when I say that, I mean in the 24 by seven, seven day a week kind of way, because we need to be intentional about planning, you know, activity for family time, you know, interacting with others such as church or volunteering or whatever community work you do. And Mm -hmm. also just being intentional about our days. And so, you know, even if you just get a simple paper calendar and start writing in, you know, what, what is important, you're going to see that calendar is going to get really full quickly. And that helps you start to prioritize when you do bump into those competing uh, activities. And I like for people to do this first, because what happens is you'll, you, if you are say something, if you're someone who says, 
I'm just going to fit that in or I'll cram, I'll figure out where I'm going to put that or I'll cram it in somewhere. Those are not success habits of high performance. Those are things that you are going to run into competing interests and you are not going to get very far. So you've got to start prioritizing the calendar. That's really the the first one. The second one, and this might sound really (laughs) simple, is getting proper rest. Um, Our bodies need time to shut down and unwind. And I think when we are busy women and moms that, you know, moms to me are the most amazing people on the planet because they seem to get more done than any other human being with all the stuff they do with kids and family. And then they often have careers and jobs or, you know, they just have so many things in a day they have to get done. So it's important that we get proper rest. And what Mm -hmm. I mean by that is, Turn off those electronics at least an hour before bedtime and get intentional about a consistent bedtime and a consistent wake-up time because mm-hmm. if you can start to get the, I know this sounds like a lot, eight to nine hours of sleep a night, your focus and your productivity is going to skyrocket because you are going to wake up feeling mentally refreshed. You've given mm. your body and your organs and everything enough downtime to really reset for the evening so that tomorrow you can have a vibrant day. And that sounds like such a simple thing, but trust me, when you put it into practice, it is pretty hard. So I recommend setting alarms on your phone, bedtime alarms, right? Mm -hmm. 930, electronics go off, then you're going to be resting by 1030, or maybe it's 830. Whatever it is for you, that's an intentional thing. So the calendar is one, and rest Mm -hmm. is number two. Mm-hmm. And then clutter. We talked about clutter. And just clearing the clutter as much as you can is would be my third tip. I've actually um, worked with somebody that they did every so often. They would take out, oh, something like 27 items out of their closets. This is when they were weeding out the closet or throwing away things. And... Um, 27 might be a little ambitious for some people, just taking out five of work. You know, it's at least it's a step. But there's a thing. Now, Michelle, I use something that I just buy online, and it's a today's schedule. And it has on it like six to eight schedule, time schedule. So six to eight, six in the morning to eight at night. Then it has my top three priorities. It has my to-do list, which if I don't do it all, I just slide what I don't do over the next sheet. It has meals, do, do, water, very important, and then notes down at the bottom. And there are multiple forms of these to help people organize and do you use something as um, refined as that on your calendar? Yes, absolutely. And you can actually Google this online. Um, it's, it comes from Brendan Bouchard, who uh, is the founder of the High Performance Institute. But he has a one-page productivity planner. And you can Google oh. that, one-page productivity planner. And that will come up. And it's a simple form, but it gives us that intention, right? Our top three mm-hmm. projects and what's going to move us forward, not, not in the busy work, not in the task that we're going to get caught up in taking the trash out or doing the laundry, but the real work that moves us toward our dreams and goals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, that's great to know. Yeah. We can all go and get that downloaded and start using that for sure. But it's yes. the main tool <clears throat> the once you see his productivity tool, which I will definitely go to, once you see that, 
I mean, the important thing is taking his valuable information that he has shared and maybe finding the form that works for you. Because, yes. like, this one works for me. This today's works for me. And I can put my goals on this sheet, like the top three priorities. I can put those on there. And I have other spaces that I don't use, like I don't do meals. I'm not, I'm a single woman or divorcee, so I'm living alone. So I don't really do productions of meals, you know. Um, but <clears throat> I love the water thing on there. And so <clears throat> I think the important key here is adapting something to your life that helps you become more organized. It's making yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, there's so many different kinds of planners and calendars <clears throat> and online tools that can help <laughs> us. But <laughs> if you if you find you're not using it, then you probably haven't found the right one. Um, because some people like the colorful, beautiful, you know, decorated type of planners. They like looking at it, <laughs> and that teaches yeah. them to write in it every day. And then other yeah. people just need the the bare bones. I just want to put it in my electronic calendar and get that reminder that comes up electronically. So you do have to find a method that works best for you. Yeah. Do you use electronic since you're a technology I, I information do. person? <laughs> I do use an electronic calendar, but I will tell you, I, I just think there's something magical about writing with your own pen and ink that mm -hmm. inks in your goals. Um, mm -hmm. And when you write them down with your own handwriting, you see them visually. It, it, it just makes an impression, I think, that's different than putting it on an electronic calendar. That's just my perspective. I I like the written form because I feel like I've written a, a commitment to myself when I write them down with my own handwriting. Um, yeah. But sometimes people find that they can do that just as effectively electronically. Yeah. So I use a combination of both. Yeah. Well, uh, some of the people that use journaling, and I do do some journaling, but um, some people say handwriting is more um, connective, would you say, or more beneficial yeah. versus I typing just, it? Yeah, I think it just makes it more personal. And, you know, when you write your signature or you write something with intention, it, it kind of writes it into your, your soul, you know? I mean, mm -hmm. in that, I, don't, I don't get that same connection when I type. You're right. I don't. Mm -hmm. uh, but like I said, some people do. So just you have to find the method that works for you. Right. Yeah, I agree. So um, I'm ang anxious to know how, um, what was a life changer in your life that was really important, that really gave you momentum to know you could move forward and you could create something awesome in your life? There's, I call these defining moments. I think we all okay. have them, and I think they're multiples in everybody's life. But there are some that seem to be bigger, more important, because I think they may have more weight or uh, more um, <clears throat> accomplishment, the feeling of more accomplishment with them. Do you know what I mean? Oh, yes, absolutely. And, you know, I, I love how you say defining moments, because in my life I've had several um, and I'll, I'll just kind of give you a quick journey here. One just really started with, I've always had a belief that I can do whatever I set my mind to. Mm -hmm. And um, 
and that's always been really strong for me my whole life. But, you know, we ran, you do run into challenges in life. And so my, probably one of my first big challenges was when I uh, was 32, I found out my mom had terminally ill cancer. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, that really was uh, a pretty shocking event to learn about. And as well as, just, you know, she was given a diagnosis of six months to live, and I'm thinking that's oh. not long enough, you know. Yeah, right. uh, miracul- <laughs> miraculously, she did live five years, which was oh. amazing. Yeah. And But during that time, you know, I was married at the time, and uh, we went through quite a bit as a family. Just you can imagine cancer treatment and all the ups and downs yeah. and the roller coaster <laughs> that you go on emotionally and physically and financially. Mm-hmm. Um, it took its toll. And so through that transition, uh, of, you know, even when she lost her battle of cancer, that led me to another transition, which was being divorced. And mm. so I had two pretty significant transitions that I would call defining moments. Um, yeah, you did. Because, yeah, in those in those moments uh, that are those big things, you get some clarity, you know, of where you want your life to go and, and mm-hmm. how you want to spend it. And so I think those are a couple of transitions. And from that, I, I was single for a long time. Um, I'm happily married now with two stepdaughters. But um, along that journey, you know, post those two big transitions in my life, I made a commitment to myself to do whatever I could to get myself in the best financial uh, health that I could get myself into. And so I got very yeah. committed about <clears throat> living debt-free. And yes. I will tell you, and anyone listening to this, I will tell you, I, it sounded and looked like on paper an impossible mountain to climb. But I mm-hmm. set my intention and I set my vision of writing that dollar amount with a big cancel through it. And <laughs> I worked on it and I worked really mm-hmm. hard on it for four years. And I think that's something that's key here that I want to just pause. A lot of times today, everything is so fast and so disposable that we don't think of goals. We think of long-term goals as 12 months. Well, 12 months in your lifetime is nothing. It's a blink. And so you've got to set some long-term goals, three years, five years, 10 years. I mean, where are you going to be in 2038? I just had someone ask that question yesterday in an email. Are you thinking about 20 years from now, right now? (laughs) Most people aren't even thinking about it. And so, uh, I think it's important to go along that way. Well, that goal took a while, you know, four years. But I will tell you, June 13th of 2013, I became debt-free, and I've remained that way. And it's been a life changer for me. And it can be a life changer for you, and you can do it. It's going to take a lot of work. Those holes we dig for ourselves, we get to put the dirt right back in through hard work (laughs) and labor to get that taken care of, right? But when you do, it gives you the peace, the financial peace and freedom Mm -hmm. to – uh, be more present and not be worried about things all the time. And uh, yep. it, it just, those are some defining moments for me that along my journey, I feel like when I'm working with someone, I've been there and done that. I've done some things that mm-hmm. I can say you had to stay with it and they're hard, but anyone can do it. Like I didn't have, there was no magic wand in my life. I just kept at it and knew what the vision and the mission was. And I just stayed with it. Yeah. Oh, that's great advice. And, And advice that people need to hear, because we do live on the credit card this year, these years, way too, too often. And so, yes, knowing that you and particularly as a single woman can get out from under that debt is very, very important. So, 
Congratulations. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I, I, it's brought about a, the ability to serve others in capacities I never imagined uh, mm. possible, really. Mm-hmm. It should be a lot of confidence that you have. I, t- to accomplish something like that has just got to be exhilarating, you know, really. It, it, it's surreal. Uh, it, it was surreal, and I took a picture of this um, because when I paid it off, I went, I went to log back in to make sure the balance was zero, right? Because nobody <laughs> can really think about paying off their mortgage, but you can do yeah. it. You just, we don't yeah. think about it. And society right. tells us just keep spending and keep buying and keep getting uh-huh. more payments on uh-huh. things. And that is a life that's just going to be um, the borrower slave to the lender. I mean, the, right. the Bible talks about that. And mm-hmm. so um, you have to start saying no to mainstream things. I think if you're really going to live a high performance life, because you have to be in control of your time, in control of your money, in control of every thought you have, in control of your body and your physical health. And mm-hmm. these things take discipline. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and hyper, mm-hmm. and, you know, the clients I take on often will, they are committed to the work, but they have no idea what they've really signed up for. If they really want to propel their life forward, they have to invest quite a bit of time working on these different areas that often mm-hmm. all need a little work. Yes, yes. <clears throat> As you're saying that, I'm I'm, I'm thinking of myself. Um, I want to bring my program to the internet, and so I am working right now on doing a launch in August. And so I had no idea what that required. You know, it's real easy to say launch. It sounds good, <laughs> but I know. The work that goes behind making that happen, but yet the goal is I want to make it happen. So it makes the burden of all of the emails, all the work that you do before a little bit easier because you want the end results. So, yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. So the pain of going through. That ties to your why, so you're you're still yeah. motivated to keep doing it because for you may be in something a while before you start to see the results. And right. when we see results, we can get easily motivated, but it's in that period where we're churning and burning and doing things that we don't necessarily see the results of our hard work that can get real tiring and frustrating. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, I want you to share with us about um, how people can get into contact with you. So would you yes. please... Absolutely. So my website is uh, creativityplaybook.com. And on the homepage there, you can sign up to receive my free high performance tips um, email Mm -hmm. if Mm -hmm. you would like. Also, the other thing that I offer is a strategy uh, session or discovery session. A lot of Mm -hmm. times, like where we started this call, people, they've never been exposed to coaching or they don't know what it would be like. And so we spend an hour together just talking through what's important to you. You've never Mm -hmm. had a conversation like this unless you've worked with a coach. And so I invite you to apply for one of those uh, as well, just to learn some things about yourself and challenge yourself up a bit. Do they apply or just sign? Just uh, sign up just, for one. They can, yeah, they can just sign up for the calendar. There'll be a little survey questionnaire to learn more yeah. about oh, them yeah. Um, yeah. that they'll need to fill out. But that's just so we have a good first uh, conversation and we can be prepared. But, yeah, they can do that right there on the, the homepage. And also you can find me on LinkedIn at Michelle Hammonds. Mm. Yes. Okay, but if you just want to talk with Michelle, you can get to her also through Michelle at creative, 
playbook.com. Yes, right? you can send me an email for sure. And as you can tell, she's going to be fun. You're going to have great time. Uh, she's going to she's going to be firm, which is what you want a coach to do to support you so you can move through and create this life that you haven't really even totally envisioned. And so it's that's what Michelle does. She pulls away the layers so that you can see the genius that's inside of you. So, Michelle, what tell us a funny story that you have experienced through coaching. Do you have one in your pocket that you can share with us? Uh, he, uh, let's see, a funny story. Well, I think, you know. Other than when the, we met. <laughs> yeah, the, I think the funny story for me would be the journey that this has taken me on. If I would have rolled the clock back to last July, I was mm-hmm. still in a corporate leadership job. Um, I didn't have a particular huge vision for this coaching thing. And I will tell you, it has transformed my life in less than 12 months. It has mm-hmm. been amazing to work with other people and step into a, a service, uh, a, mm-hmm. to be of service to others uh, mm-hmm. and help them level up. But I think, you know, the the funny part to me is and how amazing when you set your mind to something that you can really draw the things in, the people I've met, the, the places I've got to travel, the clientele that I've had. Um, it's been life changing. And mm-hmm. I say that not, you know, I don't know that it's funny in terms of humor, but like, I don't know that I could have ever imagined the magnitude of the transformation that has happened the last 10 to 12 months. Mm-hmm. What about the people that you meet that, that are on this journey with you? You know, I have clients from all walks of life and disciplines, and mm-hmm. they all are working on something different. Again, make no comparisons. Your journey is your own. Um, and But, you know, the incredible thing that we all have in common, that this is maybe the irony of it, is we all have fear, we all mm-hmm. have self-doubt, and mm-hmm. we all have limited thinking. And if mm. we can start to mm-hmm. free that up and unlock those things from being ever-present, or knowing how to battle them day to day, you're going to set yourself on a course that you cannot even begin to imagine the life that you can have. But mm. you've got to stay in the game with your mind, and minding your mind is a big part of that. Mm-hmm. Well, I I was amazed when I first became totally aware of the volume of this. But when we came to Earth, we were totally pure, confident little beings because we had grown in an environment where we got every need met from food to warmth to love to everything. And then we came to the earth and we opened up our bodies and started adjusting to our environments. And it's just amazing. (laughs) That's how far back we have to go with our reprogramming our thinking because it got all messed up on the way to where we are today. And whatever those those beliefs that we have to undo and overcome, and it's okay. Well, that's what we came here with. We came here with purity. And so we can return to it with effort. And I love that thought. And that's what yes. you do for people, Michelle. 
and I do yes. for people, you know, is help that return into our lives. I love it. I love it. I love it. Well, we um, are you doing Bo Eason's program? Yes, I am. Okay. The story so, program. Yes. So one of the things that, uh, and this is how Michelle and I met each other. And of course, you're drawn to those people that uh, are interesting. They have an interesting look or appeal or interaction with you. And Michelle is, of course, that type of person for me. And I think you will find her as well that way. But we met at Bo Eason's um, coaching practice, Mastermind. And the thing about him is that he is teaching how to tell our personal stories. Telling our personal stories is uh, painful, fearful. Uh, I'm sure I'm getting to the happy side of telling my personal story. (laughs) But it is a growth. And it's fascinating to be in a group like this where you can, you are interacting with people of common minds. We're all there to get better so that we can help serve other people. And that means going through our own stuff that we have learned, just like you have. But we are just further along in our development. So we are taking a journey together on telling our personal stories so that we can speak and share our message more effectively. And I love that about, I'm going to get to hang out with Michelle through this year. So that's that's my um, thought about that. (laughs) Thank you, Joyce. (laughs) Yeah, our, our personal stories are powerful. And I would tell anyone listening to this, I'm no different than you. Um, I've had a lot of struggles. I've had a lot of hardship. I've, I did not come from a privileged background. I have fought and battled my way every step of the way, but I am living a life that is something I could have never imagined, and you can too. Mm-hmm. Great words, great words. So I want to thank you so much for being with us. Um, it's just been awesome to have you here today and to, for you to be able to share this message so that people can resonate with you. They need to call you. They need to get in touch with you so that you can um, help them move forward in their lives. So I thank you for being on my show today. Um, it's been awesome to share with you, share this time with you. Yes, thank you so much, Joyce. I, I, I've enjoyed it. I've always enjoyed your company, and we are like-minded kindred spirits, so I know it's just a blessing that the universe brought us together. <laughs> I agree. I think a lot of people do that are in the coaching world and are on the same journey. It's just awesome to be hanging out together. So uh, thank you for being so open with us today and sharing your message. So Thank you. We'll, we'll talk later, Michelle. <laughs> All right. Now, today, as we are concluding our program, I do want you to think about taking the time to go to Amazon and look at my book, Joy, uh, Effortless Happiness, How to Find Your Voice and Finally Ask for What You Really Want. Now, I wrote this book because it's about identifying your core values. 
identifying when they're working in your life and when they're not working in your life. Now, most women have not had this exercise, which is what this book is. It's a guided book for helping you identify your top five core values. These are the values that you use to run your life. Many times, because we have not been in the business world, or if we've been in a business world that was not stressed, we have not done this work. The work of doing this helps you better understand who you are. For instance, why you like what you like. I love living around beautiful things. And where I was criticized for it in my marriage, I now realize it's really one of my treasures. It's one of my gifts. So enjoy who I am. I also have a story, other stories about examples in my life where if I don't realize it's my core value kicking up, I will not understand a stressful situation and know how to correct it. So I encourage you to go to Amazon, pick up my book, Effortless Happiness Joyce by Joyce Buford, and take this book. It will take you maybe three, four weeks, um, three or four days. What? Three or four hours to go. My phone is ringing. To uh, go through this, but it, the benefit is um, so valuable for you. So I thank you again for being here. This has been an awesome day for me. I thoroughly love being with you. Please have a great week. I love you. Joyce Buford returns next week at this same time for another edition of Second Wind. Through the Joyce Buford Empowerment System, women are receiving support during their transition and are able to reclaim their true purpose and strength. They receive the tools they need to map out new lives. You can find out more about her coaching services and 